Welcome to the Lazy People Podcast, the podcast about all things technology and people and technology in Belgium, of course, from outside of Belgium. My name is Errol Baikal, and I'm here with my co-host, Metzian. Today we have with us um, a guest, uh, Efsan Urganje, who is an uh, uh, IT service desk coordinator and a Microsoft 365 engineer. Is that correct, Ersan? That is correct. That is correct. Okay, why don't you tell us a little bit about what that actually means? Um, well, yeah, basically. So I started. Uh, it's the main function, the main uh, task that I do is from resetting passwords and um, fixing laptops f- to um, designing the whole. Microsoft 365 infra- infrastructure. Uh, so it's a, a broad set of tasks, but it uh, it brings me a lot of joy to to see uh, the bigger picture of uh, of an IT organization. Uh, okay. Uh, so you st- I still didn't answer it uh, fully, I guess. But uh, yeah, I'd need some more time to uh, to explain it. Oh, please, please. Uh, so mm-hmm. the um, I see I see two things you're doing here, right? Um, you said. Um, okay, I do things like resetting people's passwords, you know, um, um, making sure they're operationally uh, doing whatever they can. And these people, they're um, uh, the employees of, of a uh, larger enterprise where you work at. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's more than 1,000 people that yes, your team yep. supports. Mm-hmm. So Currently, um, we grew a little. Uh, we included Eastern Europe. Um, uh, as well, um, I think we are at a total of uh, 1,500 uh, right now. Okay, let's let's focus first on on one part, which is um, things like resetting passwords. <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know, it, it, it sounds like a, uh, a simple concept, but um, when you scale it up to 1,500 people, that's a lot of uh, thinking, planning, and uh, literally doing things that goes into that. Then later we can go into the uh, Microsoft 365 engineering. Um, so resetting passwords to me that means you make sure people can do their jobs yeah exactly exactly and that's uh, that's the, that's the main part of uh, uh, of the job uh, is uh, making sure that everyone's hardware is working properly uh, is maintained uh, properly on time and um, that's uh, all IT related uh, stuff is uh, uh, is non-existent uh, basically for uh, for the end user. So uh, they just uh, put their devices on and get uh, get to work, uh, and that's um, that's what we strive uh, for. Uh. Did you say IT is non-existent? Yeah, for the for the end user, uh, and that's that's also um, so deep down inside. I I actually also hate computers. Uh, <laughs> Which is People, always a good uh, thing when, when you're in IT, hating computers. Yeah, I yeah, <laughs> exactly. So it <laughs> might might seem strange for for a lot of people, but uh, yeah, I'm also on the on the team of um, of the guys that say uh, um, I just wanted to work. Uh, it shouldn't be a hassle. It shouldn't uh, acquire more uh, steps uh, or m- more uh, effort. Uh, it should just work. Um, and th- and that is the that's also the, um, the yeah the, maybe the the difficult part of uh, of the role is 
if we do our job good, uh, nobody knows that we exist. <laughs> so that's, uh, yeah, that's what, one of the, what I was trying to say. You, know? you guys are like oxygen. Yeah. Like, yeah. Until, until so, something's wrong, nobody appreciates it. But mm -hmm. if, if, it's, if it goes wrong, like, oh, we can't breathe. We can't work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like, uh, it's like the... The, the security department uh, making sure that every, everything is uh, uh, secure um, or even um, the the cleaning uh, the cleaning guys and girls uh, you never see them but uh, but everything in the office is clean yeah uh, if they and, if they do their jobs if they do, if they do their job well, and I think IT is uh, um, sort of like that. Is it like that for so yeah. why, why do yeah if well I want to ask like why do things not work sometimes <clears throat> I mean things for people that say hey it should just work what do you think caused things not to work uh, are we, do we have like this you know are the users don't know how to use things or uh, is it like a um, a problem in in the solutions that we offer that are not uh, uh, intuitive enough for the users or what what do you think is the the main causes kind of for things not to work yeah i think it's a it's a combination of uh, of all those things um uh, and sometimes there there is no explanation uh, um we just blame blame windows uh, <laughs> if we, if we can't have an uh, have, a, have an answer um but it is most of the time it's a combination of those things uh, so you can um you can't always prepare for uh, for everything um um it's a bit bit of a, a yeah risk management game uh, um so you need to maintain on time uh make sure um the end users are prepared uh, informed um but uh, yeah that it still can happen that some things don't uh, work uh, work out as, uh, as what is an example of like a really really bad day at work for you Oh, pff, yeah, every day, no, no, not every day. <laughs> um, yeah, we, we, I think, um, because uh, yeah, at the service desk, so we are the, the main point of entry. Um, but we are not always the the guys that uh, have to put in the work to, uh, to fix it. Um, and if something goes wrong with, a, um, with some sort of software or, 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 or hardware, that is maintained uh, 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 internally or externally at a different uh, at a different group. Um, I think that's that's the the challenging part. Uh, so you're just uh, uh, the the guy that takes in the information and says, uh, uh, I mean, we're working on it, but uh, you still don't know how and when. And so you're the middleman. Um, okay. In, I think when when stuff uh, like that goes down, um, like we have um, like our uh, our CRM uh, uh, software, um, yeah, I don't know the ins and outs. Uh, I just say, hey, this goes down to the to the to the CRM guys, uh, and they will get to work and fix it. Um, but in the meantime, it's it's difficult to uh, um, okay. yeah to get the status uh, of the of the issue. Matt, that's almost, I can Im imagine this almost like being like a project manager, which means you're stuck between the client and the developers and you're basically herding cats and both sides hate you. <laughs> like the, uh, 
you know, Ersan, you got the the, the people who who like, uh, hey, why isn't why isn't this working? Uh, on one side and on the other side, you've got yeah, I'm working on it. Get off my back! <laughs> so you're you're exactly. fighting off on both sides. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, um, you know, um, there is Corona right now still, and there's still lockdown, mm-hmm. and um, a lot of people's works, whether they're in IT or not, uh, have been shifted to remote as much as possible. But uh, this has to be, uh, especially for somebody who's in in support, uh, bringing in a lot of extra challenges, um, both like uh, for you yourself, like are you working from home now? How does that go? And secondly, you basically have more than 1,000 people, I think more than 1,500 people now working from home and you still support them. Was this an easy transitioning because of, um, uh, I think you, you're a cloud-based company, um, like you use Microsoft 365, mm-hmm. um, or mm-hmm. um, did you have some issues that you struggled with? Um, no, we should still transitioning to the cloud so we're not uh, yeah, fully cloud-based um, and yeah that that does bring some some problems uh, from working with home with um, you know the, the, the VPN connections uh, need to uh, be prepared for that um, but uh, in in general sense uh, I didn't um, work related uh, it wasn't much of a challenge for me that have personal challenges with uh, with working from home, um, but I think the yeah the the work uh, the work we had just uh, yeah goes on like we we used to basically uh, uh, we get requests from uh, uh, via telephone via email uh, um, and that that was uh, business as usual. Um, Has and, they? Uh, <coughs> yeah, and the the and. As, Obviously, some of the times you need to support face to face, or yeah, you need to uh, uh, get where the hardware is, um, and then it's just a short drive uh, for us uh, or for some of the people. Uh, has the um, has the yeah. nature of the support tickets changed um, when the switch to work from home happened? Mm-hmm. Has the uh, frequency changed? Like uh, when last year, when the work from home was made uh, the norm did you see an increase and, and now everything sort of balanced out yeah exactly like that uh, uh, we saw, yeah we saw a lot of, uh, lot of in- increase and we just we just, we just rolled out teams uh, uh, when the lockdown happened you mean Microsoft uh, teams the uh, Microsoft teams part, yeah, yeah. Um, Exactly, and yeah, people were struggling to finding their their way uh, into that platform. Um, and as a business, uh, it was not set up for uh, for home working, but um, technically uh, we were. So um, people got used to it pretty quickly. Uh, it's my uh, uh, my um, general feeling. Uh, we had a bit of a a little bit of an influx, uh, um, but. I didn't see any uh, any different things that stood out or uh, that were different uh, before the lockdown. Uh, to be honest. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, well, I have a question actually. Um, <clears throat> um, so, so you said you, you get uh, the question. Well, so you get you get requests from from it could be from a phone call, it could be from email. Is that only two, or you also do um, like chat, for example? Is that also an option? Um, yeah, via via Microsoft Teams, uh, people request stuff, oh, yeah. uh, but. Uh, oh. Yeah, we do have some sort of a process. It's not uh, super strict uh, or set in stone. Uh, we have a general uh, e email uh, inbox uh, uh, and a, a general phone line uh, that uh, people can uh, um, uh, call or email to. Uh, okay. And then we work with a ticketing system to uh, to do the follow-up task and uh, to administer everything. But people, uh, we are an open company like that. Uh, you know, people can. Uh, Call me on my uh, uh, on my mobile phone. Not only the general number or via Teams or uh, or whatever, um, and we just make sure we prioritize it and uh, um, follow up accordingly. And is there an evaluation at the end, or that the issue has been fixed, or not necessarily? No, not necessarily. No. Uh, if there they is stop some complaining. Sense. Yeah, if they stop complaining, if no uh, managers are, uh, uh, if uh, my manager hasn't got any uh, other uh, complaints by other managers, then uh, then it's okay. Uh, um, no, but I think uh, um, let me uh, let me just the the company that I work for is uh, Star has started as a as a family company, um, and yeah, that's like it's it's a company that's. I uh, think it's an anniversary year, uh, 125 years now, this year. Wow. Um, and but it's it's I still have the feeling that it that it is a family company, uh, despite having multiple locations. And uh, but the, you're active, uh, like your company that you work for, is active in over 20 countries, right? 25, yeah, true, yeah. And close to 2,000 employees. That's a big family. That's 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 a big family. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, th there is not much uh, bu bureaucracy. Um, so it's a flat organization. Uh, I can uh, uh, I can just that's the uh, maybe that's the Dutch directness. Uh, but I can just uh, have any any sort of comp uh, conversation with the CEO or the CFO. Um, and with all, all the, the 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 managers, um, and that also, um, and we also see that back in uh, in in our work. Uh, so we don't have a strict uh, uh, service level level agreement. Uh, uh, we don't have um, uh, yeah any other uh, type of uh, agreements like that. Um, in in Dutch, we say just. Um, um, I'm lost for worst here. <laughs> um, so um, it's not a it's not a rigid organization like no, uh, it's not exactly exactly yeah. Mm -hmm. Hey, um, before we go over to you explaining us uh, what Microsoft 365 is, because uh, obviously I was wrong about it. I thought Microsoft 365 meant um, Office in the cloud, <laughs> but that's mm -hmm. probably wrong. Uh, before we go, uh, before we go there, um, I just want to ask you um, like has there ever been a disaster 
like Greece said, oh man, this is so bad. Like, how are we going to even solve this? Everything is flat on its back. Um, well, yeah, not, not, uh, not particularly where, where I was responsible for, uh, for fixing it, uh, yeah. but other, uh, um, and I think the last big, big issue was uh, that our whole, uh, our, our CRM, uh, uh, our, our ERP solution went down, um, for, I think it was, was two two days and that's that's a big disaster two days, so, that's, two days. Yeah. yeah it was not 100 percent for two days but uh 50 60 percent for two days um but that's mission critical uh, software uh, yes that's business critical yeah obviously um and yeah we had a bit of luck that it was uh, in december so uh half of the company was uh, was on leave uh and the order intake wasn't uh, wasn't that big um so we had a yeah we had a lot of luck that it didn't happen um, in a in a more busy uh, busy month. Um, yeah. You know what's really interesting about <coughs> uh, your role um, and the company that you work for is uh, the the guests that we ha have had until now and probably most of them will will uh, have on the show is they work for pure IT companies. Um, for example, uh, Med and I ourselves, we, we work at a software company uh, that delivers software, you know, services built on software. Um, we have uh, uh, developers, we have security architects, but all of them come from technology companies in one way, one way or another. But the, the company that you work for produces uh, office furniture, True. like uh, mm -hmm. High quality office, like it's an A brand um, uh, office um, chairs, desks, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So, and they've been around for over 125 years. So, IT isn't part of their DNA as much as something they injected later on. Do you mm -hmm. see this reflected in the mentality of people because one of the things you said also was i want to make the it part disappear i don't want people to be thinking um uh, which version of the os am i using which version mm -hmm. that's how i understand it. you just want people to be able to do their work but is this somehow reflected in the organization where you sometimes say yeah this really is not an it company this is a, a an office furniture company that uses it yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I think uh, the uh, the evidence is is, is obvious. Uh, um, like I said uh, earlier, uh, IT is like the like the cleaning uh, the cleaning guys and girls. Uh, uh, we make sure the the lights uh, stays on and everyone's computer is running. Um, and you see you see that reflected back in uh, in budgeting. Um, and but I think that's uh, th that is that is now been changing, uh, and I think you see that in uh, in a broader uh, in the IT sphere. Um, I think that that has been changing uh, the couple of years uh, or, or the the last decade. Um, so IT used to be viewed as a, a backroom function. Um, like I said, just keep it running, keep the lights on. Um, with a, not much of a focus on on business solutions, that was uh, yeah, that's a that's a different uh, um, 
department. Um, I want to I want to ask Matt something about this. Mm -hmm. Okay, Matt, do you believe um, you know, this this traditional company, like uh, like a European company that's mm -hmm. been around for over a hundred years? <coughs> there's many examples of them um, that use IT more like a a leverage, or it's something that they a necessary evil maybe, or if they're if they understand it well, there's like it's a powerful tool. So you, because it, it has gradations, versus a company that says, okay, IT is the driving engine of what we do. And the reason why I'm turning this question to you, Matt, is in the the, the previous guest we had, um, um, that was Chris Hoffman's. He he gave the example of uh, of Brantano, uh, a shoe company that you know they they sell shoes. And he said they sort of missed the boat in in the way they sold on the web because they really didn't get IT. Uh, and you had some comments on that. So I want to, uh, now that Ersan is here as well, who's actually from a company like Brantano, like they're not an IT company. Um, do, you, do you think that keeping IT for any company, like keeping IT as a, as a side thing you do, is feasible over the long term? Or... Will every company have to m m bring IT into the, the driving force of, of their operations? Uh, not operation, like of their business. Yeah, I think, I think um, so yeah, this is, it sounds like the same, <laughs> well, it touches on the topic we spoke about before. So um, you do have certain, certain I think, uh, certain industries that are being um, shaped by the new world, right, with technology and with the new lifestyle of people so uh, these companies are kind of forced to go to go and, and and work with it in in ways that are um even beyond what, what's needed in, in on average now other companies on the other hand they just utilize uh, the benefits of it i mean any company would need to do for example their finances so they need to rely on a financial finance department in a sense to do that right IT same way, you need to be able to uh, uh, communicate with customers, for example, you might need to process orders, you might need to open new channels to get new sales. Um, so you are, it's forced on you. Now, um, the example of, I think, the show company... Um, he gave the example, example of Brantano versus Zalando, where he says Zalando yeah. is just an IT company that just uh, decided to sell clothes, whereas Brantano was a shoe company that uh, failed in in um, uh, using web technology to to sell to people. Well, if I put it this way, if the if the business <coughs> if the business starts suffering from from um, lower sales, and that's because of the world has changed, and they did not jump into the wagon on the right time, that's a problem. I think huh? it just um, you know you have to adopt the ways of of um, of the time right um, so you cannot just see you have to see the, the the trend where it's going and also you have to understand that um, this is uh, the industries are uh, always changing so um, yeah it just it just depends huh? it just depends now if we if we look at someone selling furniture um, uh, if they have, for example, a, a brand that's built like a name, uh, I see it as that could last for a long time with, with minimal IT. I mean, IT just to get by because they're not selling the actual uh, device to sit on. They're selling the actual 
brand, right? That uh, that status that comes with the name, um, and that would be one way to look at it. Um, but definitely, um, so technology became something that you know it's you don't have a way. You cannot get away without it. I mean, you really, it's forced on you. But to some extent, how much do you need to invest yourself into it or dive into it? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but I have to agree. <laughs> I'm, saying, I'm sorry I have to agree because I, I hope you'd say the opposite because I really think it might be a tad too arrogant to claim that every company needs to be an IT company. Um, Although I 100% also agree with what uh, with what Chris Hoffman said, um, the the reason why Zalando is so successful is because they were an IT company and in the new world they they knew what to do, and Brantano uh, was in a in a different position um, than uh, than uh, uh, Aaron, the furniture company we're talking about, um, in that they are a retail company. They don't do B two B. They are B two C, and they missed the boat which actually was leaving the harbor for like, they had about like 20 years to adapt. You know, that's, it wasn't like, <laughs> oh, hey guys, uh, starting tomorrow, people are gonna start buying things on the internet. No, you had 20 years, you had 20 years to prepare for this. And if you fail to do that, that's really sort of on you. And that's, that's a topic for a different discussion. Um, but uh, with uh, a company that, that does B2B, where, you know, online sales might be, not as important as having a representative go to a huge company and you know sit down with them talk them you know take them over the catalog and we're talking about huge orders probably not like somebody ordering a single chair because it's not retail right Ersan? Mm -hmm. yeah i think um 100 correct um but you have to um, you have to keep innovating you have to uh, keep up with the the, the new world uh, not only IT, but also uh, during lockdown, a lot of stuff has changed. So, uh, and our Arendt adapted really quickly uh, uh, on that. So, Arendt was used to having uh, like huge volume orders, um, producing a lot of stuff. Uh, I mean, having low, uh, no, no warehouse, uh, no, uh, no stock. Um, but that has changed. Uh, people are ordering. Um, furniture for home now. Uh, yeah, yeah, work from home. Like, so okay, so they're, they're sort of having exactly to be retail so, now. Exactly. So, uh, so the, the business model is, is changing. Um, so, Aaron needs to produce on, for, on forehand now uh, and have, a, have some sort of stock uh, uh, available to, to ship out uh, to people. Um, and what's... Um, uh, what Aaron did uh, pretty quickly was uh, in, in the September uh, we launched um, uh, a web shop. Um, wait, wait. Yeah. September you launched a web. You uh, Aaron didn't have a web shop before September 2020. No, no, Aaron didn't have a web shop. Uh, and a lot of companies still do not. Yeah, they, it's not really this. It's really, um, I know we take it for granted now. We think like everyone's online. But e-commerce, how it's been, like as a true e-commerce, there's still a lot of companies that are still not there yet. Huh? But for Arendt, you know, that's one of the things, points I try to make. Like uh, online, you know, uh, shopping, like the, the largest volume is probably people buying things of AliExpress, you know, the, the bulk buyers. Um, and, mm -hmm. and then you have retail, right? It's like the true B2B orders 
for office furniture, like I said, I could imagine like a representative going there, you know, talking them through it, showing them models. It's more like a, a tailored approach. But with the change, you said, okay, in September, they felt the need or saw the opportunity to, to launch a, um, a web shop. And the, the design implementation launch and operation of these things, um, are there part of this that fall under your team? Edson? No, I wasn't. I wasn't part of that. Uh, just a small bit. Uh, um, uh, it's it's not um, not IT. There's the, the marketing department and the, we have a, a team digital department that uh, um, that was uh, responsible for this. Um, our IT department just um, makes uh, sure the, the the user authentication. Uh, um was uh, was conform uh, the uh, the security guidelines um and yeah let me just uh, deep dive into that uh, um so the webshop is um is still b2b uh and there's uh, um, they've set up some uh, some contracts uh with 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 different companies um so we have a deal with uh, uh with a different company um, so you can log in with your own company details uh, to that website uh, and confirm the the, uh, the agreements. You can uh, you can order uh, your uh, your chair or uh, or um, uh, or desk, uh, whatever the company has uh, has in budget uh, calculated for that. So um, it's not a not a B two C web shop. Mm -hmm. So, for example, uh, you own a company um, and you say to Arendt, hey, Arendt, I want to uh, facilitate my workers with a, uh, with a home, uh, home office. And then we will set this up for you. And you can... You can there are companies uh, you that do that. There are like companies that are like, oh, if people are working from home, we're going to send them like a, a standing desk and a, and a nice ergonomic chair. Oh, that's uh, <laughs> interesting. Wow. Yeah, that's... Uh, uh, I think we have Ball.com, um, we sell to Amazon, we sell to a lot of uh, a lot of big name companies that I can't uh, can't name right now because uh, well I don't know them uh, and I'm not at the sales department but uh, uh, the yeah the customer network is uh, uh, there are some big names uh, big names there that do invest in. Well, I think it makes sense. And going forward, I think we're going to see this more often. I think one of the, you know, post lockdown, uh, you know how your your um, salary, like, like your non-salary bonuses that you get, it's like, oh, we give you a company car, we'll give you a company phone, we'll give you a company laptop, yeah. we'll give you we'll give home you office. Already. Yeah, we'll, we'll, yes. we'll give you a chair, we'll give you a desk. You know, there's companies that pay for your internet at home, like that's part of the incentives that they give you. So mm -hmm. probably it makes sense that they say, oh, we'll give you a budget for like a really nice uh, plush office chair and you can, you know, uh, yeah, we can see that happening. Look, um, I I don't want to rush things, but um, uh, I've promised myself and Matt <laughs> that I would make the episodes shorter and denser, but I still want to talk about uh, the Microsoft 365 thing. Yeah, I mean... Uh, what is it? Can we just, what, what we is can it? have a part two if you want, uh, or we can continue. I don't want to... 
No, we, we still we still mm -hmm. have we still have uh, like uh, ten minutes. I think at most we have ten minutes. Let me let me let me again. Uh, so the three sixty five, uh, you have a mix of both uh, cloud and and uh, an actual desktop software or. But wait before yeah, you before you answer that before you answer that yeah but let's let's definitely answer that question okay we're putting that aside what is Microsoft 365? That's a good uh, that's a good question. Um, it is it is also Office in the cloud. Uh, it is Office in the cloud basically. Um, that is a part of Microsoft 365. It's, it started at, as Office 365 uh, 365 that was Office in the in the cloud. Uh, and now Microsoft advocates uh, Microsoft 365, and uh, that brings uh, a lot of more to the table. Um, services like uh, like Intune or Endpoint Manager to uh, manage your devices. Um, services like uh, Windows Autopilot. Um, so Windows Autopilot, if you set it up correctly, you can say to your uh, employees, okay, you can buy whatever laptop you want. Uh, if it has uh, Windows uh, 10, you just log in with your company credentials and uh, and boom, it's it's a, it's a device managed now. Um, and those are some of the uh, things that um, that I think is going to be necessary in the future. Um, if people are not, uh, um, yeah, if most of the time people are working from home and not from the office, and there isn't. Uh, uh, so l we have multiple locations, but uh, but only uh, one uh, one IT desk at one mm -hmm. location. Um, so we can support uh, uh, and maintain the hardware uh, a lot better. So office. Uh, so it's more than it's more than um, software solutions. It's more than Office. Okay, so Microsoft so. 365 also means Office 360 means Office 365 plus a whole range of services, um, mm -hmm. such as you know, enterprise device management. Um, you know, I'm, I'm just making up stuff. Correct me if I'm wrong. You, you could have like uh, uh, authentication, maybe. Correct. Um, mm -hmm. uh, so, so all of these cloud offerings, uh, I can't come up. Like, I'm not uh, well versed in that area. But this brings me back to Matt's question, where he said, you know, he wants to talk about your hybrid approach. Where you do both, uh, you're, you're partly you have one foot in the cloud, and another one not in the grave, but <laughs> another one locally. Uh, yeah. How how does how does uh, how do you distribute like your Office three sixty? Because I can imagine like mm -hmm. the the device management thing, like the autopilot. You're probably getting that from the cloud, right? Or do you host? No, not locally? at the moment. Not at the moment. Oh, we okay. are, uh, uh, so th that's uh, that's something for later. We are we are. Uh, at the basically at the starting point, so we uh, we have Microsoft. Oh, so you're a mostly running. you're you're a mostly local company. Yeah, 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 mostly local. Um, so we just we just starting the transition, to be honest, um, um, and that brings a lot of challenges. Um, um, yeah, we are. Like I said, we are mo not uh, mostly local. Um, but w why, like, okay, mm -hmm. I'm I'm a I'm a sales guy. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna pitch you the cloud, and and you, you're gonna want to buy it. Maybe I'm gonna tell you, look, uh, the you're not gonna have an upfront investment. You know, um, you're just gonna rent what you use. 
you can scale quickly right uh, you don't need to plan ahead for scaling um, you're always up to date um, like some other uh, reasons why to do it what makes you like are you on board with these advantages or are you skeptical or as a company what's your attitude towards moving to the cloud is everybody behind it are you behind it Do you yeah personally personally i am 100 uh, percent for it uh, and uh, my direct colleagues are also i think the company um yeah needs to uh needs to make that uh, that evolution also uh, um, and yeah, th that also ties in with uh, with the notion that uh, IT should just keep the lights on. So why fix it uh, if it ain't broke? Mentality. Yeah, but as, as somebody who's doing uh, who's doing support engineering, like let's let's draw this further, okay? Mm -hmm. I'm gonna. Uh, this is the apocalypse, okay, for uh, support engineering. Let's say I'm I'm saying Microsoft 365, where you said there's autopilot. We're gonna take that one step further. And we're gonna say, okay, we're we're doing remote desktops again now. So you're just mm -hmm. renting uh, remote desktops from us, and basically the support for uh, anything Microsoft related will provide it to you because it's all in the cloud. Uh, this is this means you know there's less work for you and your support department because you're focusing on non-Microsoft tools, uh, but it also means um, you know no requirement for a support department anymore, but probably there's a lot of things wrong with my reasoning, right? It's never gonna be like that. It's never gonna be, oh, here's a, here's a solution that always works and there's no need for anybody to support uh, locally anymore. So I guess my question is, even once you transition into the cloud and you do it beyond what is currently available, there's always going to be your local person to to make sure the cloud works, <laughs> in a way. Yeah, obviously, obviously, like, like the, um, I think the, 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 the system engineer uh, or the system and admin as we know it is going to change. Uh, it's, um, it's more uh, f going to be a f function like, uh, um, in, you say, functional behavior. Mm -hmm. um, um, can't come up with English. Uh, Okay, um, we can call it functional management. Yeah, um, and yeah, that, those are the shifts that uh, that we need to play uh, to take place uh, as well. And um, uh, I think most um, uh, companies like uh, like ours uh, that aren't uh, IT based or cloud based uh, are struggling uh, right now. Um, um, is you know, we can. Can set up uh, set up the new technologies. Um, I think the the, the main the, our main st uh, struggle is um, okay. We know what what um, what these new technologies can bring to the table. Um, what are, what the advantages are, but uh, I, I think our our main goal is uh, or our main um, yeah, the struggle we have is how do we get our people um, engaged so, and drive user adoption? Cor correct uh, me if I'm wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong on this one, okay? Um, the As the move towards the, the cloud happens, mm -hmm. the role of IT, of the IT department of the company will change as well. Support will change as well. And you'll go more towards a 
designing or architecting uh, role that okay. looks at the understands the business understands the company and translates their needs into what could be like a cloud solution true true and um, so the notion that um, like we said multiple times before uh, IT is something that happens uh, uh, outside of the company that just keeps the lights on is is not relevant anymore so IT should be to understand what the processes are to um, to better help the end users to get to know their struggles um, to help them to understand to explain to them how these new technologies can make their work better is that IT should be an integral part of the company um, and if that that is achieved then we can then IT can uh, bring something extra to the table wow hey uh, hey Matt um, okay you too correct me if I'm wrong on this one but what Ersan just described don't you feel like oh that's also what a developer should be doing like understanding what the company is doing um, uh, trying to uh, you know make the uh, translate the, the the business requirements into uh, f into valuable software so in the end you could almost say that whether you're uh, in support whether you're like a software engineer or support engineer one of the core things is understanding what the business is doing understanding what the users need mm -hmm. yeah i think uh, yeah definitely uh, well the more the more if you break these borders between different departments and have these speaking to one another uh, and work on the same um and the same on the same goals at least i think that's always would be a gain um for the company um i do see yeah moving to the cloud <coughs> well there is the aspect of some some management some company management management uh well some the majority unfortunately they look at uh, for example support as an expense more than anything else mm -hmm. and this is what what i think is unexplained the the nature of 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 this um of, of what of his work is that he should be not noticeable he should be invisible when things are good right so this is not like you know you you, you run the marathon if you win you're gonna you're gonna hold a trophy right that means everyone sees you everyone takes pictures of you this is the opposite <laughs> this is when you are not in the picture that's when you're, you're winning, doing a good yeah. job exactly so so they forget that they forget that aspect of it so so first of all, so they don't see these people like, you know, uh, um, they don't see and they mean things are going good, but they forget about that. So what happens is they look at, okay, yeah, my IT team, my, uh, you know, it's not bringing any, you know, any income directly that is. Huh? Uh, now I say majority, but I don't say all of them. Um, and usually you find like the sales department is the one that has the biggest, you know, was the one pampered all the time. Because yeah, those are the ones going to the customer and breaking uh, until the signatures. until the CRM breaks down. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. And it's like yeah, if you don't work, and the thing is, you need all of them to work, right? I cannot have, you cannot have like support without you know without people selling, right? If you didn't, you know, you wouldn't. Why would you need support then? And again, you cannot have you know. Um, salespeople may not be able to sell if the the tools are not working. So it really, it has to be like that's all working for the same goal um, and, and that's um, 
all under the same roof too. Um, the, I think the cloud, what the advantage of the cloud, although it's maybe sometimes more expensive for companies to adopt quick, um, it, it removes some of the, if I have to, it removes the issues we are working on, you know? So if you have, for example, maybe Ersan, instead of someone calling and say, hey, my PC is like, I have this issue with, with my PC this way, you know, we're going to move to another level of problems then, you know, yeah. like, okay, that's not going to be a problem anymore. Someone else that's solved, you know, that's done in a different way, more standard way. You can focus more on the abstract issues, like how do we help yeah. people exactly do yeah. their thing yeah. instead of how do we get, keep this thing working? Yeah, it's already working. Now my job is how do I optimize this? Exactly. Uh, Microsoft will uh, make sure that the, the servers are up and running and are maintained on time. Um, so that's, uh, that's an expense that... Uh, um, that you don't need to uh, think about. Uh, and so th the question is, how can IT uh, create value exactly, like you well, said? That's, that's, that's a good question. How can... Yeah, well, but that, that is... Uh, but like something, let me give an example. So we rolled out Teams and um, we're currently... Uh, yeah, it's not 100% uh, using the... All of the functions uh, functions uh, that that come with Teams, and we're slowly, gradually uh, um, uh, enabling that. Um, but yeah, the the main question we have now is okay, how do we drive adoption? So people are used to we have they have learned uh, uh, to use email for the the, the previous 30 years. Mm -hmm. uh, they developed the whole uh, etiquette about it. Uh, processes have been set up. Everyone uh, knows that uh, what they need to do. Um, so our job is now not to make it technically possible that um, a new software solution is running, but uh, the question is, how can we drive adoption? How do we make sure uh, people are using it uh, uh, for the fullest? Uh, uh, how can we change that behavior? So, um, okay. And those are, yeah, and that's uh, for for the, the the stereotypical IT guys, that's uh, uh, those are difficult questions. I think those are fantastic questions, and I'm sort of saddened that we didn't tackle those as well uh, during this uh, this episode. Um, but uh, I feel like we need to wrap it up for today. Um, Ersan, um, it was really nice to have you here with us. I'm pretty sure like we're going to have you again even if it is for a, a different topic, because you also have a, a digital marketing company. So we, mm -hmm. we might talk to you about that. Uh, but in the, uh, now, if somebody wants to um, reach out to you, where can they find you? Uh, LinkedIn. They can, uh, I'm available at, uh, at LinkedIn. That's the, that's the quickest way. Okay, that's uh, Ersan Urganji. I will right. uh, put your name uh, and your LinkedIn uh, profile uh, in the show notes. Hey, uh, Med, where can people find you? I'm on LinkedIn too. <laughs> no, so yeah, you can go to madmade.com. Now you're gonna find my links to uh, LinkedIn and to, uh, you know, all the good stuff. Uh, There's not much, but just ways to reach me. Okay, uh, you can reach me uh, via baikal.be, b-a-y-k-a-l.be, and the show has a um, a Twitter. It's called Lazy People PC. That's short for podcast. Um, yeah. That's about it. Okay, Ersan, thanks again. Matt, thank you for being thanks here. Thanks again. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye-bye.